Hello, everyone. Rebecca Reinhardt here, the unintentional porn star. Yes, you heard that right. Last season, we took you through the logistical side of what it was like having a personal sex tape posted online without my consent. This season, I want to focus on healing. I hope that through my story, I can just inspire you to become the best version of yourself because you are amazing. So let's talk, shall we? Let's talk Tufts Talks. Just a personal disclaimer that I am not an expert on any of these topics, and I do encourage you to go reach out for some real help if you need it. There is nothing wrong with reaching out for help, and in fact, it has helped me get to where I am today. I can't wait for us to go through this podcast, and I am losing breath. Here we go. so funny I always have something to drink like coffee or the other one I made a daiquiri you know I always have something here and I end up just talking my face off and I don't drink it so I don't want my coffee to get cold and I always put um some sort of like cream into it and it makes my my throat all coated for you I mean, I'm not a singer, but I do know that you're not supposed to have dairy before you sing. And I feel like this is sort of a similar situation. So you are welcome. So that song that I played was by Tim Fain, T-I-M-F-A-I-N. It's called Saturn and it's on the album Sleeping at Last. My friend sent me that song a while ago and I have not stopped listening. I think the message is so stunning. Um, We are so lucky to exist That's something that I've been feeling is just this like deep sense of connection and gratitude and purpose and love. And, oh, it's just so gorgeous. Uh, As a dancer or choreographer, you know, we always have the struggle of dealing with music rights because um, like on YouTube, as an example, we use somebody else's music, which we give credit to and get the um, proper licensing for, but then we are not really acknowledged in that situation for our work and our art. And this is so different. I'm including his tidbit of music here and I want to respect that. So please check that song out and like give him all of the monies and credit and everything that he deserves because that song is so stunning and what a beautiful soul and what a beautiful way to start this episode. I originally was going to do an episode on monogamy and I struggled with it and ended up talking about love constantly. Like it kept coming back to the concept of love. And I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep on this. I'm going to see how I feel in the morning. I woke up, I listened to it and I would love to do an episode on monogamy or just types of relationships. But I think I would like to feature somebody who knows more about the um, topic. So there's more duality in the conversation and like we can bounce ideas and things off of each other. So I wanted to talk about love. Opening up about 
love and opening myself up to love has been a very interesting journey. At this point, I realize very much so that love is everywhere. Love is in every situation, um, in every encounter, and it can hold many different shapes and forms. And yet most of the time, the conversations that I am met with are around romantic relationships. So I kind of wanted to expand on where my being is in terms of love. Um, An example is with my past partner, I would say so often, like, I love you so much. And I did. And I still do. I mean, I have love for everyone to a certain extent, right? So um, love is kind of like energy to me. Energy to me, it doesn't just go away. It'll change and shift. And sometimes people make you angry, and you don't want to love them anymore in the same way. But I mean, regardless. Anyways, when I would say like I love you, like I looking back now, I think I freaked the shit out of him every single time I said that, and it didn't scare me because I was like, well, I can still love you even if we part tomorrow. I can still be so in love with you and even look at someone else, you know, like it was something that I hadn't explored love yet for myself. And I just knew I was like, this is okay. And in fact, this is, I don't even want to use the term brave. It it just was like, it just was there. And then even with, um, like my, not my friends, but some, I was dating some people and I'm seeing someone now and, and the conversations are sort of, they have a similar tone to them where I like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I bring up the term love and instantly the conversation goes to like romantic love and there's a lot of like fear that comes up and heartbreak comes up and conversations around how there's like no trust left and it's like I'm just watching all these people close off to love because they've been hurt and I've done that in the past too and I will maybe do it again sometime in the future but like I want to be aware that Love is so beautiful and love is everywhere. So if we close ourselves off from one type of love in a romantic relationship, for example, then to me, we're closing ourselves off to like the joy of life. Like with a stranger, um, depending on the situation, depending on if you're, you know, present and not in a rush or whatever, um, you can absolutely share love in a moment with a stranger. I know for me personally with animals, especially puppies, because you see so many of them when you go out for walks, um, but like I absolutely share love with them. In fact, I make dogs wild and super sucky. I don't know. Maybe they're like showing a mirror of who I am. (laughs) Who knows? But yeah, and then moving love into like friendships, like I have some deep love for my friends and deep-rooted love for my family and all relationships don't always work, but romantic relationships, there's a heavy sort of focus on things working or not working because of maybe the constitute of marriage or, or what have you. But like, oh my gosh, I just so badly want to be like, it's okay to love. And in fact, it's beautiful to love and love does not mean forever in terms of being present with someone like physically, like love changes, love molds, love shifts and expands. And you know what, to me, in my personal opinion, love doesn't go away. 
It doesn't. You know, it just, things change and events happen and we close ourselves off. I'm reading the book, The Untethered Soul right now. And it's, I'm very much influenced by reading that book because he talks constantly about opening the heart and living with an open heart. And that if we are closing ourselves off, then we are like, this is my turn. This is me saying this now, but we are starving ourselves of like life because love is absolutely everywhere. And to live with an open heart is in my eyes, I used to think about it as courageous and like brave. And now I'm just like, well, no, it just is like, it just is to live with an open heart is life. I don't think I could go back to thinking about closing my heart. I mean, I know that there will be hurt again in my life and I will get triggered into wanting to close off and protect myself and push things away and, you know, not do things. But then it's like, but then I'm limiting myself in my life in what comes forward, you know, like whatever comes in. I, at this point, want to walk the fuck in with courage, confidence, and an open heart because I want to experience all of it. I want to step into it fully and see all the sides that are there and make choices within that. But if I'm limiting myself or if we are limiting ourselves based on fear and based on past hurt, then it's like we are starving ourselves of all of the possibilities and abundance that are out there. By the way, The Untethered Soul is by Michael A. Singer. I really highly recommend it. My life coach recommended it to me. And it's it's a really amazing book. It definitely opened up my perspective into how I'm going to show up in life. The aspect or the the idea of abundance and freedom and um, unlimited possibilities has been influenced by someone called Peter Crone. He's on Instagram, um, Peter Crone Official. And yes, like it's so interesting. I remember I was living in Penticton. I was by myself at the time and I would go on these bike rides or walks into the hills. And I mean, I grew up in sort of more like city life and I was busy dancing and, you know, you went to your friend's houses, you went to your house, you went to dance and like that was my cycle, you know, I went to school and all that stuff too. But as I was riding my bike or walking through the hills in Penticton, I was like, oh my gosh, like there, this lifestyle is so different. And there were some big, beautiful homes on the hills and the wineries. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what would it be like to live this life? And the main piece of um, information that I got from that was that like truly the possibilities are infinite and we i'm realizing that we many a times limit ourselves to what we know and what we think and also then base a lot of our decisions off of the fear and the hurt that we've had and how we're going to avoid that so just need to like sit for a second because this is such a big conversation. And as I'm even recording this, I'm realizing even more than I thought how all-encompassing love is and that love is the undertone to all these things that I'm sort of working through here. 
So I think the message in this podcast is, oh my goodness, I mean, I just think it's so hmm, sad to close yourself off and to create new boundaries and habits based off of fear. And there was a direct relationship with that for me in my past partnership or open relationship that I could just, I just saw it and we even talked about it, that there was just so much hurt that the way he wants to live moving forward is fair for him. Absolutely. Like live however you want. But, um, with my soul, I just, I knew, and I know that there's so much hurt there and gosh, I like, I don't even know if he's listening to this and if he is, like if I'm making judgments, I'm so sorry. It's just like, that's what my intuition says and I could be wrong, but that's how I feel. And I definitely feel a lot and can, pick up on people's energies very quickly. Clairsentient, I think that is, potentially. Um, or maybe clairaudient, question mark. Anyways, still learning about the clairs, by the way, and I actually am so excited to dig into that more. But I'm not going to lie, I just had to press pause for a bit. This, <laughs> this talking about this is doing a lot to me, and I'm sitting here being like, why is this doing so much? I think that, and I'm like getting emotional. I think that I just, now that I'm aware of that love is abundant and beautiful, I'm just like watching the world. And so many of us just like limit ourselves because of hurt and fear. And it just like breaks my heart. And, you know, that can transpire into like all choices in life, career choices, friendship choices, travel choices. And it's just like, we just let this shit run our lives where it's like, love is so bold and beautiful. And, and, uh, and just like, it's everywhere. And it's, it's just like, if you are in tune with yourself and you have the strength to love yourself and then love others, regardless of the outcome or regardless of how the relationship looks or is moving, it's like, well, dang, like, isn't that the most beautiful thing? Like, isn't it the most beautiful thing to just choose love all the time? And gosh, I post about that so much on my Instagram. I looked back as like archiving pictures that I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a picture of a blade of grass. Like, I don't think this is necessary here, but um, regardless, I was looking back and like, my goodness, choosing love and the conversation of choosing love was always like something that I was pushing for myself and, and speaking about. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just realized how much I didn't know. And I can't wait for, you know, I love getting older. I can't wait for like, I don't know, when I'm 50, 60, 70, 80, when I'm like, oh yeah, I just fucking know shit. And like, I feel like maybe, I also feel like, in my lifetime, I'm going to be studying so much right now that when I'm older, I'm just like, don't give any fucks at all. I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I don't know. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see what happens. I'll just be like surfing and just not talking to anyone. Who knows? I mean, that's a lie. I'm so social. I'm like the biggest social butterfly, but things change. We got to remain open. Got to live with love and see what love does for us. So I guess the main thing here is to just challenge the concept of love, to pull it outside of the romantic relationships and to infuse it into all different relationships in life and all different situations and events and 
that once you understand the concept of living with an open heart, it actually becomes a lot less scary. Like every new thing for yourself takes um, massaging. It takes exercising. Like it's like doing a new exercise routine for your body. Like it's going to take some time for it to potentially feel comfortable. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be right away, but this is going to take time. And like, I just challenge you to open your heart constantly and live boldly and live with love. And if someone doesn't give it back to you, just know that's okay. Like that's also love that they're not there to reciprocate it back or, or share it in the same way because love comes in different forms and we're all going through different stages of our lives. We're all going through different things at different times. And, you know, I think the more that we personally can take on practicing love, the more it'll just like be. And that's it. (laughs) Just kidding. I wish it was that easy. But um, yeah, just like, just like including myself, like I constantly want to think about massaging and opening my heart and just loving so beautifully. And literally the more that I practice it, the more calm I am, the more I can look at someone and feel something so deep and so beautiful and let it sit there, let it be, let it grow, let it move. And in fact, when I open my heart more, I realize I'm not gripping. I don't grip onto people. I let them go. If they need to go, I let people come in. Actually, that was also a thing. I don't think I let people in fully because I was scared from stuff that had happened to me in the past. And it's like, whoo, even talking about opening my heart is making my stomach relax. It's making my body feel warm. It's making me smile. It's like, oh my gosh. I watched the... I think it's the last episode in season four of Big Mouth last night. And it was like, it was funny. It was like not as grimy as I expected, but they were talking about things like self-development and self-love. And it was actually a really important episode in my mind. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm really happy they did that. And it was, of course, still funny, but it was definitely more, the undertone was more like, (laughs) you can do this. Anyways, I kind of want to share that too. Like you can do this. This stuff is whatever you want to make it. You don't have to label it anything. You don't have to label it love. You don't have to label it self-development. You, have, you don't have to label things spiritual spirituality. You don't have to label things anything. Labels are just there to help us possibly understand something more. But I just like encourage us to expand into the open heart, to feel free and bold and beautiful and stand in your power, you know, and allow people to stand in their power and just share love in many different forms. Accept everyone for where they are, love that they may or may not align with you at this time and just kind of move forward with like flow and ease and love. Oh my gosh, I sound like a hippie. I've always joked that I'm a hippie and I am one or like maybe a new surfing version of that, but that also works too. So (laughs) I'm open, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? Throw flowers at me and at least it'll smell pretty, right? So whatever. All right. Um, I think that this is it. I hope that there was enough conversation um, an explanation around where my thoughts are in love and the influences that have taught me about love and life that has taught me about love. And I hope that it's like expanding out to you in a way that resonates and that inspires you to just keep practicing love for yourself and love for others and just love for this beautiful life because we are so 
dang lucky to even exist. I love when full circles happen. It just happened. I closed with that. <laughs> okay, bye. I love you. I really do. Like, again, like, I hope you hear how much I mean that because it's so true. I love you. For more information, please visit theunintentionalpornstar.com. There you can find links to the first season's podcast, my books, to a course that I'm creating, and many different features that will link you in to what my life has been like as a dance choreographer. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really grateful for our connection together through this podcast. And please remember that if you need some serious help, there are some seriously amazing people ready for you. Asking for help means you are strong. I love you so much. You are so amazing. I truly mean that. And I can't wait to connect with you somehow, somewhere in the future.